Today is the day. Uh, we know many of you guys are excited, so uh, we'll actually keep this episode short uh, so that you guys can retain some of your attention span for the Apple keynote. But uh, we'll jump right yeah. into what we've got here, and the uh, first of which is more of a, well, quote-unquote, goes without saying. Uh, but as we expected, Apple is to release the USB-C ported AirPods Pro 2s today. Uh, we also expect that during one of the Apple events in 2024, that the AirPods Max and regular AirPods will be released with USB-C as well. Good. Uh, which I know that's not exactly a surprise, as we should anticipate all of Apple's mobile products to convert to USB-C right. uh, before the end of 2024. Uh, with the EU. So, I mean, it's not really like anything out of the ordinary, but it's something worth noting, uh, something to look forward to that we're at least getting some confirmation and rumors uh, down the pipeline. But uh, either way, yeah. I'm sure you probably don't have too much in response to that, but uh, there it is. Yeah, no, just the the whole idea of it, it just still shocks me that uh, we've waited this long. And <laughs> it, even some devices still don't have USB-C. We're waiting until that next year, so. I know. Uh, and it's kind of funny because I'm like, why would you... I feel like AirPods should have been like the first thing because it's not as if there's anything amazing about having lightning on the AirPods. Right. So why just not get it into the mainstream of uh, exactly. charging interfaces? So I don't know. It's just one of those things, but in any it's case. It's right. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll always be that until we finally get everything converted. Absolutely. So uh, on the 10th, the Surface Duo received its last and final update on Android 12L. Yes. Not a whole lot really to say here. It's just one of those devices that will be lost to the ages. I doubt Microsoft will ever release another Duo just based on how well the community responded to it. And I know both you and I are not really too keen on this particular device. So I'm not really sad about it, mainly because... I had nothing to be sad for. So now, was that you said? Is that the original duo? Or was that Surface Duo two? I'm guessing it would be the original because I feel like it would be too soon for that. Yeah, it's the a Surface Duo. So the two is, is still going to have updates, yeah. but you're, we're starting to get onto that line of the the second one. It'll yeah. probably end 13 or 14, I assume, but on Android 13 or 14. But yeah, another yeah. lights the dust. Yeah, I, I I I like the idea of the Surface Duo. I just don't yeah. know. I, I think we've talked about this on, to some extent. It's just I feel like there could have been something done better or more to it, but they could have who made it much better. Yeah, I, I feel they could, but they. I just don't know. Didn't Maybe it will be one of those situations where Microsoft will actually listen to the consumer base and you know evolve the product. Yeah, and get better. I mean, wouldn't that be ironic? Consumers. A company actually doing that. Um, you know, you, you hear about other companies like uh, OnePlus or especially nothing that listens to the consumer base and tries to yeah. improve and. I don't know. Once you get into that uh, billion trillion dollar club, it's kind of like marketing oh, stuff. Who cares about the consumer? We'll just yeah, they'll buy it, right? So exactly, that's what uh, <laughs> Tim Cook said. Right, exactly. So, uh, yep. but moving on, next in line here, we have another event that's kind of quietly passing through, uh, right below our noses, actually, which is the Nintendo Direct event, and uh, we hear rumblings mm-hmm. that we could very possibly have a sneak peek of the next gen Switch. Now, we have seen rumors of a Nintendo Focus, a lower-end model, and a Switch 2 or Mm -hmm. Switch Premium that could be in the mix. Yeah. Uh, We really don't find those rumors to be credible, so we'll have to wait and see on that. Uh, I'm kind of just surfacing that part there um, just for you guys to be aware of. Uh, But we also have some rumors that the Switch 2 will come with 12 gigs of RAM as well as ray tracing. And that could actually add oh, quite wow. a bit of immersive experience for gamers because just the way that ray tracing works and kind of how you're going through the games, I feel like that could add another level of uh, intrigue. So 
We do this sometimes, uh, not often, but just based on the specs we know and know about the possible Switch 2, how much do you think it's going to cost? Um, I don't know. We've actually had some rumors on that as well. They were talking about how like the Focus would be like $400 and then the premium would be like yeah. 430 or 450 As far as I was what, thinking I, 400 or so. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking too. Uh, it's hard to, to kind of speculate just because... I mean, obviously, we have some upgrades with, you know, 12 gigs of RAM and some added, you know, rendering and, and, and uh, real t- real-time engine and such. So, yeah, uh, I guess I would stick around there, maybe 400. Uh, it would kind of hurt me if it was like 450 or something like that. But, it, hey, this is inflation stages here, so it very well could yeah. be a little bit higher than we want it to. So Yeah, and also you have to think maybe the hype built around it, if there is any, Um you could see that going to maybe 450 or 500 just based upon they haven't really released a real original Switch other than maybe the Lite and then the OLED uh, in like several years. So, I don't know, four to 500, I think it's 500 is my max. If they go beyond that, I think that's just ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, yeah, 400 minimum. I actually kind of, because I believe this was on an article or YouTube or something. I can't remember exactly where i saw this but it would be ironic if they had that premium console termed the super nintendo switch or something like that but i don't know that might be a little bit too kooky the s oh the snes yes oh there you (laughs) i didn't even think of it that way yes because there's the snes and then there's the snes yeah actually you know what that would work i'm 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 there for it that's that's interesting yeah yeah that's, that's what i thought too but uh the timeline for the theoretical sneak peek would be sometime between yesterday the 11th and the 15th so okay not sure if you had anything else to add on or any expectations, but um, I do know you actually no, own really. a couple too. Yeah, both my wife and I have one. At, uh, she likes Animal Crossing. I like um, a lot of Mario she games. She bought a Switch for Animal Crossing? No, she... Um, <laughs> so her brother and her actually split the price of the Switch. Oh, okay. And then her brother's wife had a Switch, so they used that one, and her brother just basically gave let her have that one and then i got one from her cousin so <laughs> it's gotcha. it's really crazy but uh yeah no she has animal crossing she loves that game gotcha. and then um i'm really big into like all the mario games and right that stuff yep and yep. Uh, subnautica so. you, you still haven't gotten the switch sports have you no i every time i go there i'm like we have to get this game eventually because i know you have it it's yep. it's a I've, I've heard a lot of great things about it but yeah, yeah. i mean it's not like this is a you know bees knees or anything but i do really enjoy it the the, so- the soccer is definitely one of my favorites as well so uh once, I didn't know once, soccer was in there yeah soccer is really good um especially when you play online i've i've gotten up there quite a bit uh, i don't remember my ranking is because i haven't played in a while but uh, it's, it's a lot of fun so but in either cool. case we will uh you got you got a deal for us is that right uh yes i do so this is for the acer predator orion 5000 uh, desktop. That's a mouthful right there. Uh, this thing is actually packed with a lot of good specs. It's got the uh, Intel i7-1270OF. It's got 16 gigs of RAM, uh, DDR5 memory for that, and then it's got the GeForce RTX 3080, and then one terabyte of Gen 4 SSD, and that's a $500 discount going from uh, 20, basically 2200 to 1700 Okay. Uh, and also, you could do, if you wanted, uh, as usual with Best Buy, you can do uh, $141 a month uh, for 12 months. So right. that's actually that bad for yeah. a pretty solid gaming desktop. So yep. Now, when you say desktop, is that a tower or is that an all-in-one? 
I don't believe they make all-in-ones. It's a tower. Okay, that's what I thought. I, I didn't think they made all-in-ones, but I was just kind of curious because uh, the way it was described. But yeah, yeah, five hundred dollars. That's a nice discount right there. Uh, and then sure. the we got the Hisense sixty-five inch four K QLED smart TV. Uh, it's over three hundred dollars off, down to seven hundred twenty-eight. So it's not Ooh, like nice. the highest end, but it's a middle range right there for you know, for those of you guys who just want to get in on the big game day. Uh, I can't really yeah. speak to the quality of Hisense. I, I know they're kind of like a you know low to mid level uh, brand when it comes to TVs, but uh, there you go. Speaking of game day. I just want to say I am so proud of uh, I knew Tua. This was coming. <laughs> fourth in NFL history, uh, fourth in line, I guess you could say, to do the uh, most passing yards for the first start of the game. Uh, just want to say, pretty proud of that guy. He really came through against the Chargers. But anyway, oh, so goodness. I had to hear it all day long that Sunday. So. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, my Broncos lost, so I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, anyway, yeah, but moving on here, back to our uh, uh, news here. So about a month or so ago, uh, we actually discussed some rumors regarding the OnePlus 12. Well, we now have some visual leaks, and I th- there were some leaks July, but I think we missed them. Uh, one thing that people are noticing a lot is this fourth sensor that's added with the main three camera sensors uh, that we had on the 11. Mm-hmm. Also, the leaked renders seem to indicate a more of a sandstone finish rather than a smooth gloss back that was on the 11 as well. So a slight change there, it seems. Uh, and now well, I can't remember. Now to, clar- now to clarify, they I think it was on the, I want to say something like an emerald green or something like that, that they did have the yes. gloss back. The black one did have That's a sandstone. True. So okay. it, it seems like they might stick with that or possibly have something similar to it. I must have misread that. Okay. Oh, no, that's that's okay. I just remember that when I tested out the 11, so. Okay, cool. Something to note there. Um, now, I can't remember, maybe you can help me remember, if we mentioned that the uh, Snapdragon 8th Gen 3, was that rumored to be on the... We might have had that in passing. I don't remember. We've had quite a... F- Quite a few M plus rumors, so. Yeah, but that's said to be on the 12, um, which you can already tell that led a pretty penny to this device. Other than that, it is expected to be released possibly in December. However, as the article indicates, and as we expect, uh, we'll have to wait a couple months for the global release. So, I would say I am not excited I am intrigued by how um, they changed this because we noticed with the 11, they tried to bring it back to the consumer to, you know, stuff that they actually wanted. We talked a little bit about that in this episode where when a consumer, you know, lets a company, you know, hey, we really want this stuff. And then the company does that. That lets you know that the actual company really cares about, uh, you know, their uh, user base. So uh, hopefully we see a lot more of that in this 12. Uh, It's... It's possible they might. Uh, they've really been going on that uh, road there. So I don't know if you have any thoughts about this particular device, but that's pretty much all Are you all saying I've that got. they should bring back or just in general? You know, well, actually, now that you ask, I really do like the pop-up camera on the 7. Because <laughs> you keep, you have that phone all the time. And every time I see that, it's just such a good feature. And I, don't, I hate that they got rid of it. Also, fingerprints. ID, that would be something. And the power button? Yeah, that'd be something amazing. To I was going to say, because like, it is on the glass, so you have that. Yeah, it's just I, not on the power button. I just 100% agree with you. The 7 Pro was like the the top tier of the OnePlus series so far. And I, if they did that again with this one, or even made just like a base version, and then this would be the Pro or something. It's just, I would love that. 
but you know, yeah, you that's never know. I don't know. I, hard to tell. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to tell. I think a lot of it has to do with the sensors and stuff. So yep. in theory, selfie cameras, if we'll just take a moment here, selfie cameras don't really provide a whole lot of quality, but they should be nah, somewhat presentable. Really. Yes, uh, to, to kind of give you that, especially when you don't have something like a flip or a fold that can provide uh, higher quality sensors pointing directly back at you. Uh, that said, I don't know if I'd actually shoot for the pop-up again. Uh, I still have the 7 Pro, so I like the pop-up. And I like the fact mm-hmm. that the screen is, you know, as close as you can get to 100% screen-to-body ratio at least at that day and age. But um, yeah, it's, I'm okay with the uh, punch hole design. It's not really been an issue for me. Um, I can see where you're coming from though, because it it was one of those things that kind of made you ooh and ah, and at the same time it was functional. So it was a gimmick, sure, but I felt like it was executed properly. And to this day, I've still never had an issue with that pop-up camera. It's worked flawlessly so not um not sure if anybody else has had that as far as uh, those of you guys who've owned that phone out there as, as listeners but um for me it's, it's it's been a really good phone and uh i have very little to complain about it even after all these years of using it as a uh as a sideshow uh smartphone so but um outside of that yeah I, the uh the other thing that you have to keep in mind that i feel like uh, they did a good job at is bringing back the slider on the 11 so you can definitely tell that they're they're honing in on what people are complaining about yeah Uh, the question is is how much of a premium product they want this to be obviously the gen 3 is enough to elicit that this is going to be a premium product Uh, but they did scratch out the uh, wireless charging on the 11 so yeah that's something to kind of bear in mind like what corners are they going to cut to maintain that previous era i would say you know as far as what you were alluding to with the 7 pro yep the one thing I would kind of compare real quick is I feel like the 11 really did a good job of bringing back that 7 Pro feel as far as cost and yes. just that overall product. Yeah. Um, and we've kind of talked about that in the past of how is that really something that OnePlus should be shooting for nowadays with the big dogs and what kind of mm-hmm. components they should bring in and features. So. We'll have to wait and see as far as that's concerned. Uh, I I have heard quite a few. I like how the uh, kind of weird. I like how the f- the flash is up on the far left hand corner outside of the lens frame. Yeah, that is a little bit interesting. Isn't yeah, it? uh, it's it's funny because I I'm sure it had to do with uh, functionality and internal build, but I would have found it more apropos to put it directly in the middle of all four lenses. So yeah, that's just uh little thing there <laughs> but i don't think it really necessarily matters so nah, not really with that we will actually close out with this topic here and this is just more of some recap news and a little bit of uh some refinement on rumors for today's event with apple mm-hmm. first of all the iphone 15 pro max should be the only one that sees a price increase i know there's been a lot of rumors lately of both pros are going to get the price increase and we haven't i don't think Neither of us have brought that up on this show. I think we've heard no, it. we yeah. haven't. So that's kind of something we've held back on. It's just kind of ironic because I did it intentionally because I wasn't really entirely sure. And Riley, you didn't even bring it up either. So I'm not sure if there was a nope. reasoning there. <laughs> but <laughs> No, I didn't even think about it. Yeah. So the uh, the 15 Pro Max, that should come in at an extra $100. 
So that'll be eleven ninety nine is what we're anticipating. And for mm-hmm. some of you probably listening to this and you're seeing notifications pop up on your phone from CNET or whoever and finding out that that's true, which I'm sure that probably is going to hold strong. And the fourteen, the 15 Pro should stay at 1,000. So like I said, that's that's the high one is going to be the only one that changes, which I'm happy about. Oh, me too. I'm not getting it, but... Yeah, I didn't think there was really a need for it. For the Max, the price increase is largely due to the addition of the Periscope zoom lens. That's kind of where that takes its hit. Now, there's also news that the Pros will get two more gigs of RAM, uh, capping out at eight hmm. gigs. So, I think we did discuss that one rumor, yeah. Yeah. However, there is the conflicting rumor that doesn't make sense. Uh, mm-hmm. The price for the Pro Max will increase. However, there is still some uncertainty as to whether or not the 128 will actually be omitted. Now, we've talked about this. We actually cited we rumors have, in the past yes. stating that the 256 would be the new base. Uh, especially for the Pro Series. Right. But some last-minute hints point towards keeping the 128 around for another year. I just, I'm going to come out and say it, Apple would be 100% greedy if they go that route of pricing increase and still keeping the same base storage for the Pro Max specifically. That would be stupid. Paying uh, $1,200 for 128 instead of something that used to be 256 is insane like why would you do no that? excuse for that there isn't so I, I i don't get that part that was the one thing that kind of just set me on edge so yeah even if you take in consideration possible inflation it's just like you're already increasing 100 anyway it, there's just no point in it i mean i know and it's just storage and i can't imagine that storage is actually going to cost you that much that you need to include that with the hundred dollar increase just right Aside from the fact that we've already talked about ProRes and everything like that and video capabilities and how much space that takes up, why would you even consider keeping around the 128? Exactly. Just blows my mind. So I'm not sure if you had any thoughts on any of those recapping rumors or, or refinements there, but uh, yeah. No, uh, actually, there there was another thing. I don't, I don't know if this is true, although I read an article today that some of the colors... Yes. Well, we could discuss the colors too, but the color cables... Uh, there was an article that said that it may not actually happen. Oh, okay. So the color coordinating cables to the uh, to the actual devices won't match. May, they might the not. Actual color okay. may not happen. And honestly, while I would love, and again, we're not getting it, but while I, if I were to get it, it would be nice if there was a color connection there, color correlating charger there. But honestly, it wouldn't really make a difference to me if there wasn't, as long as the charger and possibly the brick is in there. That's all I really care about. <laughs> I, I actually, I actually uh, ran across an article myself where they were talking about how employees are going to be emphasizing uh, USB-C bricks. So clearly, that's a hint that they're not going to be with the phone, which we wouldn't really expect them to go backwards on this. No, uh, that was more of just a wish from Riley. Apple going back and actually putting block charging blocks in their boxes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. is this? Twenty eighteen Apple? Like- I know. <laughs> And I think anyway. part of that is just because they want to ensure the consumer can use the cables inside of the phone in case they're coming from like USB-A. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah. Aside from that, there was those uh, color rumors, which seems to be correct. You got like the light blue, sort of light pinkish, I think. And then some different grays, some blacks, uh, white one or whatever. So if and there were some people that were actually saying that these colors are eh. But I actually kind of like them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the other the other thing that factors into that is I, I'm wondering how many of these people actually use cases that are complaining about the colors. 
Because <laughs> that's something that yeah. I, I feel like would it's feed like... into. Like, if you're going to complain about this, at least, you know, don't buy a case. <laughs> right. But, I know everyone always says that, like, they never like the colors of the phone. It's like, okay, then just get a case. What's your What's your problem? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So either you're one that typically uses a case or you can just easily buy one and, you know, have that, you know, suit your needs. And I'm, I'm sure that some of those will probably be pretty thin as well. You can definitely get some thin ones that provide some decent protection to your basic drops and whatnot. So, but to actually quick, quick reply back to your statement about the cables, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I actually would prefer color on the cables and here's, here's, here's the reason why. Okay. I don't want it to be white. I've talked about how braided cables tend to get dirty quicker White would just accentuate that. So to have a little color yeah, might help with that fair. being dirty. So that's why I would have actually hoped that this uh, would have been the case. And I'm still hoping that. And maybe the rumors will, I don't know, you're listening right now and then maybe that might change. So Okay. I feel like, and I've had experience with braided cables, they still get pretty dirty, even if the color. If it, they if do. I'm, I'm not, I'm not dis- discrediting that. White would gain more. That's true. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I, th- I feel like white would do it actually more. So if you were to some, if you were someone who would buy, and maybe here, here's, here's what I would say. Maybe the rumor is at least, uh, alluding to the base models, maybe not getting color coordinated. That's. I feel like the pros should. That's my opinion. I don't know. Well, right there, I'd have to screw the end because they're already getting rid of the fact that you won't have Thunderbolt speeds on the base models. I feel like they should at least give us the color ones. I, no, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm coming from the it's, Apple mindset. Yeah, though. coming from the Apple mindset. That's true. Yeah, I got to think in their their ways, their reasoning, their market. Exactly. But, yeah. So that that's yeah. where I'm coming from on that one. And I just it's kind of a bummer. And uh. I would I, I I just would hope that they would at least have it for one of the series, and if it's going to be, it's, it's likely going to be the pros. But yep. um, anyway, yeah. uh, the last thing is really nothing of a high mark, but it sounds like they're actually going to get rid of. Speaking of cases, the leather cases from the I accessory lineup. Yep. So I know that's not we a just big huge thing, but for some people, they actually do like the leather cases. And um, I owned one for my 11 Pro, and I, I did enjoy the leather. That was a nice, nice case that I had. So I'm not sure if you had any in the past, but. No, I've never. Actually, I don't know if it was necessarily leather, but remember your iPod 5 uh, 5th Gen Touch? Yeah. I did have this yellow case. It was a wallet case. And I think, if I'm correct, it did actually have some leather in it. And I know Dad's iPhone 5 he had some a brown leather case, and I think it was a sort of a clip around. Um, so yeah, I've I've actually had leather cases before, not like the ones that you've had or that Apple actually makes themselves, but I have experience with those. They're okay. I like them. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm sure there's probably gonna be some that miss it, but I always feel like if you're gonna buy cases, you might as well just go on Amazon because Apple is just way too darn expensive. Unless you can afford it and take the hit, I just don't see the reason why you need to. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> go online with Apple. With all that being said, uh, that wraps up this week's episode. Uh, I'm sure you guys will enjoy the Apple Keynote, and we are excited for all the products that are going to uh, be released here in the in the coming weeks. But this is JD and Riley, and we will catch you guys in the next one. Peace out. <laughs>